Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your confidence coach, specializing in communication and personal transformation. I practice this through feng shui and organization, coaching, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnotherapy, and all that spirituality woo-woo. My mission in life and goal with this podcast is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, body, and spirit. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, but rather something that you learn. And with confidence, personal, time, and financial freedom are already manifesting deep within you. So if you love personal development, spirituality, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. Welcome to the very first episode of the Confidently You podcast. If you don't know me, my name is Amber, and you are about to get to know me on a whole other level because I thought that I would open up this podcast by sharing my story with you, telling you where I'm from, how I got here, where I'm going, what my goal is with this podcast and mission in life. So I'd like to open up this podcast by inviting you to ponder a question. Do you own your story or does your story own you? And your story is your life, you know, things that happen to you, good and bad, the roller coaster of emotions that we experience in this life. Does it own you or do you own it? In other words, does your story empower you or does it disempower you? I'd also like to share with you why I think it's important to share your story with other people. Well, first of all, sharing helps you normalize your experiences that you have. We have this tendency to experience this wide array of emotions and we hold that in and it makes it hard to rationalize the things that we're experiencing. But the more that we talk about it with other people, it humanizes us and we are able to say, yes, it's okay that I'm experiencing this. And I find that the more that you talk to other people about your experiences, the more that you'll hear the phrase, me too. So when you share your story, you normalize it, it's humanizing, and it humbles you. And going through this process of sharing helps you accept the truth, which enables you to forgive and then let go and eventually move on. So this is particularly applicable when overcoming traumatic experiences. When you share your story... This empowers you to be able to do that and to eventually detach yourself from the emotion that you carry with it and you empower others to do the same because you inspire other people to share their story. And this is what confidence is all about. It's about having that self-love to empower yourself and 
that empowerment is contagious and other people's get a sense of that empowerment. This is confidence. So I encourage you to own your story. Your story does not own you. Holding on to suppressed memories and traumatic experiences takes up so much energy and space in your unconscious mind. And when you share your story, you free up that energy and you can turn it into positive energy, which will help you thrive and experience prosperity in your life. So I'm going to ask you again, do you own your story or does your story own you? So now I'm going to share with you my story. Again, my name is Amber. I am the CEO, founder of Confidently You Personal Development Services. I like to call myself a personal transformation specialist. I love feng shui, neuro-linguistic programming, or really anything to do with language and linguistics. I'm absolutely obsessed with I am also a life coach and hypnotherapist, and I freaking love all of the spirituality woo-woo shit that I can get my hands on. I love uh, full moon rituals, having intention ceremonies. I like my crystals. I like my plants. I like all that shit. That stuff makes me so joyful, and I love welcoming the positive energy into my life. But I haven't always been this way. In fact, I have had my own experience of hardships in life, but I have recently rewritten my story and chosen to allow those traumatic and negative experiences to empower me instead of disempower me. So without further ado, here is my story. At the time of this recording, I am 27 years old, and I have been on a crazy-ass healing journey for about eight years, so since I was about 19. But most consciously and most drastically, I've been on this journey for about 10 months, I would say. But I'm going to start back a little bit further. So my biggest struggle throughout life was overcoming disordered eating and disordered eating for me looked like harboring unhealthy thoughts towards food it was binging and purging it was starvation and restricted diets and all of this stemmed from a profound sense of unworthiness and yes this unworthiness expressed itself in disordered eating but when i was at my rock bottom when i was 21 I was also heavily reliant on alcohol. If I wasn't eating, it's because I was binge drinking. And if I was eating, I was purging. I was also tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Um, So you could say financial turmoil for sure. I was seeking out love and romantic relationships in all of the wrong places. And I did not love myself. I was so low on self-confidence and I didn't practice really any sense of self-care. I was working 50 to 70 hours a week to sustain this financial turmoil I found myself in and to to finance my 
heavy alcohol consumption, you name it. And I, I filled my life with expensive objects, a $60,000 sports car, like what 21-year-old needs that? <laughs> I was in a really, really low place in my life. And when I was 21, like I said, I hit my rock bottom and I finally decided to see a therapist or actually a counselor, I should say. And this was a this was a catalyst in my life. I wouldn't say that going to a counselor was the most amazing thing that happened to me, but it certainly provided me with the tools that I needed in order to find healing and other modalities in my life. And this looked like learning about nutrition. It was practicing yoga and um, getting out for healthy exercise, etc. All of these positive things. And I have unearthed over the years, I've unearthed, you know, more things that require healing within me. And it was this past year. So when I was 26, um, actually, right when COVID-19 was first like getting that really sense of heaviness in our world where we were social distancing, wearing masks, etc. I really went inward as I think most of the world did. And I uh, I was starting to have these recollections and flashbacks of traumatic events that happened to me as a child. And just to give you some information about how the unconscious mind works, the unconscious mind makes 95% of the decisions that go on in our brain. And the unconscious mind is here to protect us. So when you experience trauma or something really unfortunate that happens to you, often what can happen is temporary amnesia. This is something that I definitely experienced, but the unconscious mind, once it begins to sense that you are ready to overcome these traumatic events and actually deal with them, it will begin to unearth them and bring those suppressed memories to the conscious level. So I was experiencing this and I was brought back to a point in my childhood in which I unconsciously cast blame to problems that I experienced in my life. So my disordered eating, my problems with alcohol and money, etc. I was able to stem this profound sense of unworthiness to when I numerously experienced childhood sexual trauma and how this had a major domino effect on my life. I didn't consciously register this though. It isn't until, you know, in the past year that I began to understand that this is something that deeply affected me in my life. And not just the things I've already told you, but also uh, in how I didn't ever stand up for myself. I didn't allow my voice to to empower me because when I was a young girl and understand that I am not casting any blame in this. I do not blame anyone in my family for what happened to me or, you know, just the situation in general because it happened the way that it was supposed to happen. And I, when I was a young girl, when I talked about what happened to me, it didn't get dealt with. You know, my voice was not heard. And this mentality 
It's something that I carried out with me throughout my whole life. I didn't ever stand up for myself when I was being verbally or emotionally or even physically abused by people. I didn't think that my voice was strong enough. And now I'm at a point in my life where my voice is the most powerful thing that I have. It's my greatest tool and my greatest weapon that I have to empower myself. Ergo this podcast. So these are absolutely lessons that I needed to learn. And when you experience trauma, if you don't deal with the trauma that you have, you are inevitably going to relive that trauma, maybe in different ways throughout your life, but you're going to relive that trauma until you do learn the lesson. So for me, this looked like not sticking up for myself when I was being verbally abused in relationships. I didn't stick up for myself when my ass got smacked in the workplace when I worked as a welder. You name it, I did not used to stick up for myself, but now I do. And that's something that I learned from after experiencing that trauma in my life. But now, if we if we revisit where my life is now, I have taken an oath to myself that I will take radical responsibility for everything that happens to me. And that does not mean that everything that happens to me is my fault. And the same to you. Just because something happens to you, or I like to say for you, just because something happens for you, it does not mean that it's your fault. You can't control what other people do to you. But you can control how you respond. That is what responsibility is. It's not taking fault for something. It's your ability to respond to what happens to you in life. It's choosing the route of empowerment. And for the longest time in my life, I unconsciously chose the path of victimhood. Why did this happen to me? Oh, why did this happen? Why... Why was I abused like this as a child, etc.? Those are the words of a victim. And I'm not I'm not victim shaming here. I mean, that happened those that happens for a reason too. But at some point, you have to rewrite your story. And I was just at a point in my life where I needed to rewrite my story and take control over the things that happened in my life. And and, and, and empower myself and become confident. So you could say that I've been on a journey of becoming confident. So at some point last year, this would have been about April, my friend Randy introduces me to this book called The Celestine Prophecy by James Redfield. Have you read it? It's fucking phenomenal. And it changed my life. I read this book and it's what really introduced me to the dynamics of energy. And even though I've been on this healing journey for about eight years, you could really say that April of last year, 2020, that's when my life began to radically change. I read this book and I was introduced to the dynamics of energy. And total side note, the universe is only made up of 4.6% physical matter Everything else is just energy. It's subatomic particles that create energy. So learning about energy and how it interacts with us and makes us up and is part of every experience that we have, that really changed my life. So 
going back to taking responsibility, I decided to utilize this knowledge that I had just gained and turn that into wisdom. I went on a negativity detox. I let go of people that were negatively harm or had negative energy in my life to a point where I I couldn't I couldn't keep them at a close distance. I needed to love them from a distance. So I let go of people that no longer serve me. I quit listening to the news. I became more conscious of my diet. Now, what I mean by that, I mean, like I said, I had I struggled with disordered eating for a long time. So of course, diet was always on my mind. But I started looking at it from an energetic perspective and what energy the food could offer me. I sought out mentors and coaches. I began to focus on becoming financially independent through the route of giving instead of focusing on paying off debt, debt, debt. And I actually, except for in this context, I actually eliminated the word debt from my vocabulary. And But ultimately, the greatest the greatest thing that I've done for myself, and I'm so fucking grateful for it, is I chose to follow my joy compass. I used to make so many decisions out of scarcity because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. It was societal norms. And now I follow my joy compass. Every decision that I make, I always consider, does this bring me joy? And at some point, I began to experience a series of synchronicities. And if you've read the Celestine Prophecy, you'll totally know what I'm talking about. I I experienced synchronicities and one of those synchronicities was receiving a vision for a book. I have wanted to write a book ever since I was a young girl. Authorship kind of runs in my family. My grandma is a published author and I used to take creative writing classes. I used to write short stories and poems, etc. I've always really enjoyed writing, but I never resonated with any sort of topic. I've tried to write fiction stories, but nothing that was really inspiring to me. Until I had this vision to write a book about becoming confident. And as I began to write, these principles just came pen to paper. It's interesting how when you have an inspired thought, there is this like co-process of inspiration and creativity and bringing it to life and how it just kind of takes on an energy of its own. And I began to write and these five principles came up, these five principles of confidence. And I thought, holy shit, I'm totally going to write a book about confidence and it's going to be based on these five principles. And you know what? I'm going to start a company that helps people create a life of freedom based on these five principles of confidence. And I was so excited about this because it was the first inspired thought that I'd ever had that made my joy compass go crazy. And... I I told my friend Randy, who introduced me to the Celestine Prophecy, I told her about my idea about writing a book and how I wanted to start a company and how I even knew what I wanted my company to be called. I'd call it Confidently You. And she looked at me and she said, Amber, you need to buy your website. You need to buy your domain so that nobody else can take that name 
and that you give the you give this business and this book the momentum and energy that it deserves and you'd be amazed at what will happen when you do that and let me tell you she was fucking right so what i did i had this book idea i had this idea for a company i wanted to coach people mentor people create programs and workshops so i did it i bought my business license and secured my business name and from then i bought my website domain and once i had a website at this point i wasn't even like serious about starting a business i was very focused on writing my book but then once i had these tools in place once i had the business license once i had the website i thought oh well i have a website i should really put something on that so i did I started writing things and putting them on my website and I thought, well, I have a business license. What can I offer as a service to to just start working? So I decided to help people with feng shui and guided decluttering. I got my certificate to be uh, my diploma of feng shui and I started helping people with guided decluttering. And then I eventually started working on my neuro-linguistic programming practitioner course. So I got my certificate with that. And I created a workshop to help people tap into the unconscious mind and make positive changes in their life with that. And I worked on getting my life coaching certification. And I got my hypnotherapy practitioner certificate. It's amazing what will happen when you set the intention to do something and just how it takes this energy of its own and just has momentum and has the power to skyrocket in your life, especially when it is in alignment with who you are and the vision that you have for yourself. So here I am now, 27. I'm an entrepreneur, business owner, coach, practitioner, whatever you want to call me. And I am absolutely on the route to total freedom. And total freedom is personal freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom. And in my opinion, if you really focus on becoming personally free, then time and financial freedom are inevitable. They're sure to follow. Because when you are personally free, you embody your true self unapologetically. You become the master of your own mind. And when you become the master of your own mind, you have the power to prioritize your time in such a way that aligns with your morals and values and same with your money. And when you do work that truly aligns with you, with that sense of embodying your true self unapologetically, you will do work that aligns with you and it will bring in abundance because you are fulfilling your purpose in life. And total side note, fulfilling your purpose usually comes from acts of service and how you serve humanity and helping foster evolution. And that brings me back to stories about how we share stories to further evolve as a species every species on this planet is here to evolve and gain a higher sense of consciousness. So with this podcast, 
I'm here to share this story with you, tell you about how I overcame this shit in my life and how I want to help you do the same because I have a vision. I have a vision of changing the world through the power of self-love. That is what confidence is ultimately. I can give you my I can give you my own personal textbook definition of it, which I will in the next episode, but ultimately what it comes down to is a devotion of unconditional self-love. If you imagine what kind of world we would live in if everyone truly embodied this devotion of self-love, we would then have the capacity to love other people more. And this is what changes the world. So I fulfill my goal to fulfill this mission, or pardon me, this vision, is to live out my mission. And my mission is to help you achieve total freedom and optimize your life by building confidence within your mind, your body, and your spirit. That brings me so much joy so much fulfillment, and I love connecting with each and every one of you. If my story resonated with you, then I open my heart to you and I invite you to join me on this crazy ass ride that we are about to embark on together of becoming confident. And if you want to know what confidence is, then stick around for the next episode in which I will dive deeper into confidence and discuss my areas of wisdom and what types of topics you can expect further on this podcast. Thank you so much for holding space for me and allowing me to share my story with you. I hope that I have inspired you to analyze your story and discover if it empowers you or disempowers you. I am so grateful for tu- for you tuning in today and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing a small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.